Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the John G. Orals podcast, without which life would be incomplete and have little or no meaning. Coming to us, as always, from Skokie, Illinois, is the man on the beat, from johngsbeat.com, Mr. Jonathan Francis Robleski. You nailed it. You nailed it. What? That's my middle name. Now you've killed Did... the whole bit going forward. Oh boy, I got it. <laughs> wow. Wow, I got wow. it. All right. Well, oh, there it is. History. History has been made. We finally did it. <laughs> and the thing was, I thought you were going to come with a different middle name, which would lead us um, based on what we're going to discuss. Well, it's related that to name, that. It's related that to that. name would have been my confirmation name. Yeah. Okay. Because us weirdo Catholics have like a million names. I see. And well, that would be Paul. All right. Yeah. No, we, uh, no, I, I, uh, it, it is related, but, uh, I'll I'll get to that later. Um, yeah, we're here. Killed the, now we got we need a new stick now. We carried that stick. What do you for mean we? What do you mean we? You you would you don't have a stick. That's this is. I'm I went one, along with it. I'm you went along with it. Oh well, there's a whole lot of work that goes into that. You know, I mean, how many names? Carry you, I, yes. Unbelievable. No, we're here. We're here today for a a special episode. Um, because uh, as of this recording yesterday, we lost a major um, influential icon in uh, entertainment and just as a human being, um, Paul Rubens, who most people know as Pee Wee Herman, passed away uh, at 70 years old from cancer. He had been um, battling this for several years silently and not... Uh, not letting anyone in on it and um he passed away yesterday uh left a a brief note to his fans and everyone that uh you know he was uh hoping that forgive him for not saying anything about it but he just that was the way he wanted to go and he was very grateful for everybody and loves everyone and stuff what a classic um, truly this, a classic you know, and the reason I and I wanted us to to talk about this um, because for me personally, this was a this was a tough one. I mean, celebrity deaths, you know, sometimes hit you a little harder than others. I think the last one that really like knocked me to my knees was Eddie Guerrero when he had passed. But um, well, I told you almost to the day was eight years ago. The one that hit me Roddy, the worst was Roddy Piper. Roddy Piper, yeah. And it's um, you know, like one day difference of eight years, Paul Rubens for you. And I mean, I love, I love Paul too, but um, obviously there's more of your guy. Yeah. Um, so I just kind of wanted to come on and talk a little about it. Um, first of all, I mean, I'll be the first to, to tell you that when I found out, I just sat down and started crying. I mean, for me, it's like, it's like finding out Santa Claus died, you yeah. know, I mean, uh, when I was a kid, I watched Pee Wee's Playhouse every Saturday morning. I could care less about any of the other cartoons. I watched them, but I... I watched them, and I wasn't even a kid. I watched them, but it was all with the anticipation of 1030 CBS, 
you know, Pee Wee's Playhouse. And what was great was my uncle was uh, also a big fan. And uh, so we I, we would both be watching the the shows in our respective homes. And then like on a commercial break, the phone would ring and it would be him. And he'd be saying like, did you see that? And, you know, what about this? And, you know, so huge fan of it. And, you know, then, of course, Pee Wee's Big Adventure was a huge movie for so many people for so many reasons. But I remember in uh, first, second grade, somewhere around there, I had a, a copy made of Pee Wee's Big Adventure on VHS. And I would get home from school at three o'clock and make like four peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and then <laughs> sit there and I watched that movie every single day for the longest time. I mean, it just absolutely was, I was obsessed with Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Um, my, uh, my grandmother uh, from Boston never could wrap her head around. She hated Pee-wee. She hated Pee-wee. <laughs> she, uh, and she just couldn't understand why I liked him. And she always, and she didn't do this on purpose. She legitimate, she legitimately messed up his name all the time and always called him P.P. Herman and thought that was his name. <laughs> I'm like, well, you're not far off, but I mean, <laughs> it's, it's did, you have a, did, did you have a Pee Wee Herman uh, doll that you brought out when yes, uh, I during still the Heather have, Owens interview, right? Yeah, I still have my talking Pee Wee and uh, yeah. my grand my grandmother was actually the one who got it for me. Um, while she did not care for him, she knew that I did. And uh, I remember very distinctly the day I got that it was a half day at school. And I came home and there was this huge box that came from my grandmother. Once in a blue moon, she would just send you this gigantic box of just random stuff. It'd be clothes and candy and maybe a couple toys and whatever. I mean, very awesome. And I mean, we opened that box. I'm not expecting any of this at all. And inside, there it is, a talking Pee Wee uh, Herman doll. And I just... I, I mean, I, I don't think I cried, but I probably could have, you know, I was, I was losing my mind. Now, the problem was, is that not that year, but maybe the next year I had it out like in the backyard I must've left it there. And the entire winter came and went with him out there and I found him and he was physically fine, but the voice box was completely shot. So he spoke at like a hundred times the speed <laughs> and Pee Wee already had a pretty high voice. Yeah. So instead of like, I know you are, but what am I? It was, I know you are, but what am I? I know you are, but what am I? You know, and it just, and it still does it to this day, but physically he's in good condition. So I still have that. Um, and then um, I've got the entire Pee Wee's Playhouse series on Blu-ray and uh a few years ago, I always I I went a long time. I went twenty years straight with having a Christmas party every year on Christmas night here at my place. The last few years got a little spotty with COVID and other things and stuff like that. But in in the last several times that we did have the party on that night, I would always put on Pee Wee's Playhouse in the background 
just to have something on the television. But it was just one of those. But it's one of those things that, like, if you only watch 30 seconds of it and then you turn and go back to the kitchen or whatever, you know, and talk to somebody or whatever, if you see 30 seconds of it, you will be entertained. I mean, yeah, that's right. That's why it's perfect. That show is rapid fire like a machine gun. Like, I never. As an adult, I watch it and I'm just like, I, I can't imagine organizing what it took to make this show. I mean, yeah. it was like, there's like a hundred bits in one episode and they're like 23 minute episodes. They're small. I mean, yeah. you know, they're, you know, it's just a half hour show, you know, but man, you know, there's claymation, there's animation, there's costumes, the whole playhouse itself. It's like, how long did it take them to put all like all the intricate things if you look on the wall like when he's standing next to something or whatever all the little things there and stuff it's like there's a random picture of like richard nixon or something like yeah, that and it's like ridiculous right and it's like why well, you know like who decided that should go up there you know and it's and you know it, they had the characters you had the the genie had zombie in the box and he got to make a wish every day he had his talking fish he had the ant colony you know he had dinosaurs living in a mouse hole his furniture all talked there was conky the robot there was terry the pterodactyl you know there two famous people i want to be the baby (laughs) (laughs) weren't there two famous people that came from that show well, uh, there was more than more than a couple. Uh, more than a, uh, so the, the the most notable ones are probably uh, both uh, Lawrence Fishburne, who played uh, Cowboy Curtis, and then there was Phil Hartman, who was uh, uh, Captain, uh, or he was he wasn't Captain Dan, but he was a sailor. Yeah. And um, and then Reba the Mail Lady, she was on. Um, I don't know if it's law and order or something like that but i mean she was in a bunch of stuff um uh, there was one other guy and i didn't catch who it was they were talking about him today but i didn't catch the name uh missy vaughn is actually um charlie kelly's uh mother on uh it's always sunny in philadelphia oh. which i didn't realize i had been watched i loved the show and i had been watching it for a while and she was one of my favorite characters i no idea i mean granted because it's like 30 years since she was yeah. miss yvonne and even then miss yvonne wasn't like a 20 year old or anything like that you know but um but as a kid miss yvonne was enough woman for any of us you know so <laughs> um but um yeah and then like the the cartoons like there was the penny cartoons you know uh that they had on there there was the king of cartoons who would come on and show like a two minute clip you know uh i always thought his driver uh i can't remember what her name is off the top of my head but she would come in and she'd play the trumpet and she would like do just like a a regal entrance but then she'd get jazzy with it yeah, yeah, yeah. and then he'd come in with the with the reel to reel projector and say let the cartoon <laughs> begin and then it was like some old you know 40s cartoon or something like that it was just such a great show um and and he of course was at the crux of it and everything um i just i just had so many great memories of him and then he was in um one of my favorite movies uh as many people's is is uh, uh 
Nightmare Before Christmas, and he has a role in that. And in the uh, last several years, uh, Danny Elfman, who composed all the music and was the voice of Jack Skellington, or the, the singing voice of Jack Skellington, um, he was doing live shows at uh, the Hollywood Bowl in California, and they would play live. There was an orchestra, and they would play the whole movie, but play the music to it, but have all the original uh, voice actors and singers there to wow. sing the songs. And I got to see Paul, uh, Danny Elfman, Paul Rubens, and Catherine O'Hara together wow. and all singing uh, at the same time. It's the only time and the closest I ever got to seeing him in person. But that was a very, very special moment for me. It was absolutely huge. And the year I saw it was the first time they ever did it. Wow. They did it. Wow. They, they've done it for the last several years since, and he's come back every time. Unfortunately, that's going to end for him now. But, um, but let's not leave out the movie either, though. Pee Wee's Big Adventure was awesome. Oh, it was. And it's, and to this day, it's, it's one of those evergreen movies that you can still show a kid to this day and it still it still works it still applies i have uh i've got the soundtrack so danny elfman who did nightmare before christmas his very first uh movie score he ever did was peewee's big adventure he had done he had been in oingo boingo and he yeah. had made a lot of music before that he hadn't even considered doing a movie score and tim burton his first movie he did for a major studio was Pee-wee's Big Adventure. So Tim Burton and Danny Elfman get together for the very first time with Paul Rubens and they help make this movie. And the soundtrack to that movie is absolutely an imperative part of it because the music is just synonymous with the tone of that movie and the lightheartedness of it. But even like, you know, it's it's like it's got some doomy sounding type of music in some parts, but it's like, it's a cartoon. It's like that type of sound, yeah. you know? So um, both I, in the last you know day, I've been looking at both Tim Burton and Danny Elfman's posts about it and stuff. And they both said like, we owe your, our careers to this guy. Like we would never, cause Danny and Tim worked on everything after that. They did Beetlejuice and Batman and Mars attacks and sleepy hollow and nightmare before, yeah, nightmare before Christmas. Danny and Tim Burton became a, 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 a duo and that would never have happened had they not come together to help make Pee-wee's Big Adventure. And they never forgot or, or you know, at, that at all with him. Um, well, I had a thing with, um, with that movie. I was, um, I was, I knew this girl, I was in college. I think I was a freshman in college maybe. And I knew this girl and she was really artsy. And we were like, we were just kind of talking, we weren't going out or anything. And I asked her out. I was really nervous about asking her out because, you know, she was artsy and I was like all business and I wasn't really sure, you know, how that would work. And uh, so I asked her out and she said, yeah, and she asked, you know, what I want to do. And I said, well, you know, what do you want to do? And she said, well, let's go see a movie. And I thought, okay, it's going to be an artsy movie. This is going to put me to sleep. She suggests Pee Wee's Big Adventure. 
and that's I was like, a, "That's oh, a keeper. That yeah, it's a keeper." Yeah, I was right like, there. "This girl is mine." I fell in love yeah. with her. Ultimately, <laughs> it didn't work out, but it was. Uh, but man, no, what, but like... it was still. Yeah, I mean, of all the things she could have picked, that was a yeah. That's a that's a big like. All right, if I could freeze that moment, like that moment, I will never forget that feeling like, when she said, "Well, how about Pee Wee's Big Adventure?" Yeah, you're and like, I, oh, she wasn't oh, just yeah. saying it like because she knew that it would be cool with me. She's like, she. She wanted to see it. Yeah, legit. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, it's uh yeah, it's it's a classic. It's quoted so many times and stuff. And um I mean I just James Roland. Yeah. And Morgan and, Fairchild. Yeah, Morgan Morgan Fairchild. Um, she uh or um when that movie, it uh it just it, it, again, it, it, it's something. It just really is something that that movie stood the test of time the way that it did and does to this day. And well, it'll forever be a part of his legacy. But, you know, even beyond the TV show and the movie, one of the things I really loved hearing about um, about probably a year, year and a half ago or so, I listened to the uh, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend podcast. Um which is uh like the second highest rated uh podcast next to ours behind us behind us um so it's tough because they're kind of like competition but at the same time it is a good show but he was uh conan was talking about peewee at one point on one episode and he told a story that now i've heard the same story from other celebrities in other interviews and stuff when it would be when it was somebody's birthday paul rubens would send them birthday texts and memes and gifts and things like that all day to like an obnoxious <laughs> level like he would send them like 20 things throughout throughout the day and like everybody loved it i mean they thought it was great you know and um but he did it for like and it was like there's so many people i'm like he must have been doing this every single day i mean like it's always somebody's Multiple birthday times a day. yeah and he just like they said he just bombards you with wow. so many happy birthday wishes and stuff like that and and everybody was it. they loved it they were like i can't believe peewee sending me happy birthday messages <laughs> you know it's like i don't care I how big it, of a you celebrity know. you are or anything like that i mean like that's just I just when I heard that it just that, that really warmed my heart and it was like everybody who ever had anything to do with him had nothing but good things to say about him and all the outpouring I've seen since his passing yesterday Elvira and and a lot of people he was close to you know and friends with um you know Cindy Lauper and like all Tracy Lord to a nice um post on her her uh, social medias yeah I mean everybody I mean there's everyone is just and and so many people are just heartbroken and you know I mean God love him he made it 70 years but you know to to be you know facing you know cancer for for so long and and keeping quiet about it and still sending all those happy birthdays yeah. and all the stuff that he did just absolutely speaks volumes about him as a person you know beyond just the entertainment you know and i just uh i'll, I'll tell you like i said i mean this was this one was a real punch in the gut for me and um 
you know, I know, you know, nobody lives forever, but it was, uh, it was tough. It's been tough. And, uh, I just wanted to take a little time just to kind of, you know, share some stories about it. And, yeah. and um, you know, it's, he was very influential in, in me coming up and somebody that, you know, I appreciated the silliness and just the devil may care attitude. And um, as you know, from Pee Wee's Big Adventure, Francis was his arch enemy who he was convinced stole his bike. Francis. Francis. It's Francis home. Francis is taking his bath. Oh, yeah. Where are they hosing him down? (laughs) (laughs) So that's where I got Francis. And so Pee Wee, his final gift to me was I got the last, I got the middle name of John right. And so. As Craver once said, the cat is out of the bag. Out of the bag. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, so yeah, so that's it. I just wanted to do a little quick, you know, take a few minutes and and remember somebody who not only was great as an entertainer, but was a great human being and somebody who I genuinely love. I wish I had the chance at some point to have met him and tell him in person. But um, like I said, seeing him singing with Danny Elfman and Catherine O'Hara, and I had no idea, like, I mean, Right. Yeah, I had no clue he was going to be there or anything. So when he came out, I, I, li- I may have been in tears for that, honestly. Like when he came out, I, I did it because I, I just, I was just like, he's just, you know, and it's, it's interesting because it's a select group of people. I think that really are feeling it harder than others because, you know, like I mentioned to somebody today, I was, you know, I was like, yeah, I'm like, you know, you know, Paul Rubens dying yesterday, you know, I really had me in tears and, and they're like, really? And they're like, they're laughing. They're like, huh, Pee Wee, huh? You know? And I was like, yeah. I'm like, he was, he was awesome. He was just, just. He well, just we all have our people, you know, we, we've all got yeah. a handful of people that affect us a certain way. Yeah. And it's not something I expect everybody to get. Yeah. You know, it's just, this was in my world, you know, my relationship with him in my head was, you know, important and, um, to lose somebody like that under those circumstances, especially, you know, it's like, if he, you know, if it was old age or whatever, then, you know, you know, like I said, you know, everyone's going to go at some point, but to know that he went out the way he did and put on such a brave face, you know, I respect it. And I just, uh, but it does make it a little more heartbreaking, you know, so, of course. but, um, so there it is. That's it. Just wanted to give a little love to Paul Rubens and say, thank you for everything. And, uh, rest in peace. You gave yeah, us lots and lots of laughs and you're still giving us laughs. It'll, it'll still, his legacy will continue. I have the soundtrack on vinyl. It's a Sunday morning thing for me. I put on when I'm making breakfast. I don't know why, but that to me is Sunday morning music. And I just, I love it. So um, thank you will never be enough, but you know, that's all we can say. So we can honor his memory. That's right. So for the John G. Orell's podcast. I have been who else? 
the time yells. With me, as always, is the man on the beat from johnnysbeat.com, Mr. Jonathan Francis Robleski. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Pee Wee.